0: Welcome back, high school sports fans, to South Coast Varsity, the podcast. I'm Standard Time's digital sports editor, Brennan Curie. I am joined here by sports editor, Lori Loes. How you doing, Lori? I'm doing great. And as well as contributing writer, Sam Schilling, who does a lot of high school coverage for us. Thanks for being here, Sam.
1: Oh, it's great to be here.
0: All right. I think we got kind of a fun one today. So we had a little, little idea here. We're going to do a uh, high school basketball draft. So uh three teams here, uh five round drafts, so we'll each end up with a five man team at the end. We uh picked numbers out of a hat before we went live here on the podcast. So I actually uh because I only put a two and a three in the bag and let them pick, I ended up with the number one seed. <laughs> and uh or number one pick, and then Sam will be picking second and then Lori will have the third pick. It'll be a snake draft, so she'll pick uh twice in a row then. Come back to Sam. Come back to me. Uh, not too many parameters on this. Uh, we're taking players at their current health, so if somebody's you know out for the season, that's factored in here. And uh, there's no positional limits or anything. Uh, each person kind of gets to pick a team, however they choose. And that that's it. Those are the two ground rules. So uh, I guess without further ado, here we go. The uh, inaugural 2018. South Coast Varsity to the podcast, high school basketball draft. Uh, We're starting on the boys' side. I have the number one pick, so I am going Dame Perry of Bishop Stang. Uh, I think uh, he's come a long way. As a freshman, he was he was a scorer. You know, he got to the hoop and he could shoot. Now he's become a lot more of a playmaker. uh, So I'd like him kind of running the point for my team. And uh, there we go. First pick, Damian Perry, Bishop Stang. Uh, We'll go to Sam with the number two pick.
1: All right, we'll keep this uh, going pretty quickly here. I'm moving over. Uh, Down route six and picking Dom Mello, Wareham, sophomore. Uh, Yeah, I was really impressed with how far his game's come. Uh, The lefty, he's got the step back game going. I think he had seven three-pointers. He had a 41-point game over the weekend. Uh, He can kind of score at will, finishes at the rim with both hands, um, and only a sophomore, but he can fill it up. I think he's going to cause some problems down the stretch. Uh, Really tough playoff matchup because if he's on – that's going to be a tough out. So, Don Mello.
0: He was, uh, I'll say, he's number, he number two on my draft board as well. So, now uh, to Lori with the number three pick.
2: All right. Well, with the number three pick, I am actually going to go with uh, Justin Lopes from Bishop Stang. Uh, I saw him earlier this year. And, I mean, the combination of him and Perry are just unbelievable. But Lopes is a star in himself. Uh, I mean, he can take it to the hoop. He can, you know... Can shoot from outside. I mean, can just do about – just just about everything. Plays great defense. Um, just an all-around um, ball player. Uh, and, I mean, he's a reason why they, they've had success. So, um, yep, I'm going with him. Junior guard, Justin Lopes. There
0: we go. Stang's backcourt of the top three picks. And so uh, now uh, into the second round here. All right, now, point one. Now
2: this this is tricky here because I'm I'm thinking I want to go with another guard, but I know there's not a ton of big men that are there aren't. You know out there. So scarcity
0: of big men. Uh,
2: yeah, you know um, I'm actually gonna stay with the guards, and I'm gonna go with uh, with Andy Johnson from Apopka. Um, I mean this kid, you know, I saw him uh, against Old Rochester, and he had a little bit of an off game, but I mean he's just outstanding i mean he's been a four-year player he's about to score his 1000th point coming up probably friday probably friday um you know he's very composed he's a great leader um he's somebody that you just really trust on the court um you know to kind of make the right decisions um and he doesn't force it you know if he's having a bad night he knows to find his teammates and uh just a a great all-around player so he's got a
0: little bit of size for you You can put him all the way up to like a four yeah, no, I think kind of right. in that
1: swing wing category cuz he definitely yeah. can handle the ball, but you know, he's he's a legit six too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was really impressed I caught his 36 point. Uh, I think it was career high against Wareham. It's a really impressive game. Yeah, good play. Um, but moving forward now with the 5th pick, um, I'm going to get our first whaler. Um, and it's going to be Elias Perez, ah. uh point guard, senior. Uh just, I mean, He's one of those guys, you watch the game, he's always so smooth, always so composed. It's kind of a nice contrast in style because, you know, uh, Coach Rudolph is doing a great job out there. You know, he's really fiery, and Elias is just cool, calm, and collected. And when you look it down at the box score at the end of the game, I mean, it's always, you know, 16 points, 8 assists, you know, a handful of rebounds. Um, and he's just just a smooth smooth ball player doesn't have the the best looking shot kind of reminds me of Joe Ingles out in uh, Utah kind of got that you know his guide hand elbows a little out but it goes inconsistently and uh, you know he's a joy to watch so I'm pretty confident with that backcourt Dom Mello and Elias Perez
0: that's a good one Uh, my my sound to discuss there was not about Elias Perez it was because I was hoping he was gonna get back to me we'll see how many times uh, Sam takes my pick right before I'm about to make it here so all right so uh, it's back to me here last pick of the second round and uh, I'm gonna go back up the road up to Lakeville uh, to add Seblum, uh, I'm gonna take him. Uh, yeah, with the the six pick here, uh, you know that'll. Uh, we all have good backcourts now. I think uh, team him with uh, Perry. He's a great shooter. Uh, he's a little more. I, I hadn't seen him since his sophomore year. He was more athletic than I remember when I saw him the other day. Um, even maybe I thought he had a little more athleticism than Andy Johnson. Although Johnson has a little more size. Um, but a good shooter and a really good passer too. Had a really good game there with uh, Clay Munier, their center. Um, a lot of being able to drive and then kind of drop those pocket passes off. So that's uh, Adam Seblum at uh, end of the second round, and then uh, all right. So I'm back, back again, and uh, you know what? I'm still gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna stay uh, not 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 a center again. I'm not gonna. It's, it's tough here, though, because if you're trying to build a team, you're like, oh, man, I need a big man because there aren't too many. But uh, this pick uh, may get me a little controversy here in old Rochester. I'm going to go Bennett Fox. Uh, Bennett Fox, is kinda, he's kind of a, a swing man, uh, can play really almost all the way up to a center. Um, so he gives me a little bit of size, a little bit of rebounding, uh, good passer. Um, really just kind of a complete all-around game. Not a lot of holes in it uh, other than maybe a, a willingness for a few too many pull-up uh, threes in transition. But, uh, yeah, I like Benifox's game, and uh, so that's uh, the first pick of the third round. So now back to Sam here.
1: All right, so I'm going to go. I've kind of taken care of uh, everything in the backcourt, so I'm going to go up and uh – malik morris from bishop stang i haven't had a chance to watch them play too much this year but you know just watching the box score i mean he's a double double machine uh it gives him a kind of an inside presence um you know you don't you don't want to fall in love or just have you know folks on the outside uh he seems like he's teamed up nicely in the paint with uh, sam golden so uh feeling pretty comfortable with uh, malik morris
0: yeah he will give you a lot of rebounding for a size so now uh not a laurie here last pick of the third round all
2: right third round all right let's see here um you know it's tough because, like Brennan was saying, there's not too too many big men out there. Um, and you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna go with the big man, uh, Clay Munier, uh-huh. Um, You know this kid. I mean, he impressed me the other night against Old o- Rochester. Uh, it seemed like every time he was in the game, you know he was he was making a play, whether it was an offensive rebound, a defensive rebound, and you know having uh, Orr trying to having to alter their shots because of him in there. And it just, I mean. It, they had trouble against him. And after the game, I was surprised to hear from ORR fans that, hey, we played him pretty good this time. And and he still finished with double digits and rebounds. And I forget if he had 10 or 12 points or 14 points, whatever it was. But, I mean, he had an impact in that game. And he's definitely kind of what's taken uh, uh, Poniquet over the top. You know, like they you know, they went to the South Final a few years ago and they've kind of been building, but they needed somebody to kinda of emerge in the post because they have the, the two guards out there and I mean and he's just he's become that force in the post that they needed. So uh, I'm going with Clay um you know as my uh, third round picked.
0: I'm gonna guess he was a top center on all three of our draft board. At least he was on mine. Yeah, yeah really
1: yeah. impressive I've seen them play three times now and he's uh you know it's expected that he's in, you know, well into double digits on rebounds and just he, you know, 6'6 six, six looks really big out there um, in this region for high school basketball.
0: Absolutely. So back to Lori here. We're starting off the fourth round.
2: All right. And I'm actually going to go. Um with a uh, defensive specialist, uh, that I, uh, somebody that I really thought uh, brought a lot of pressure in the game that I saw him play, and that's Lamar Antone from, uh, mm-hmm. from New Bedford. I mean, he's not putting up, you know, 25 points a night or anything like that, but this kid, I mean, he can cause turnovers, especially when they're running the full-court press. Um, he plays really tight man-to-man defense, um, just kind of, you know, ignites a team and really gets a gets team going, especially if they need that spark. And he kind of does all the intangibles, so you know, we I already have a few of the scorers mm-hmm. out there. I have the rebounder. Now I need the guy that that's going to be able, blue guy there, yeah, that's going to be able to stop the Don Mellows over here and the, <laughs> the Damian Perry's. Um, so yeah, I'm going with uh, Antoine, uh, senior guard there.
0: And at the end of last season, if you remember, when he was kind of the primary scoring option, he was putting up 20, 25 a game. He had a great eight-eight game stretch there. So you know, when when you need it, he can be a scorer for you too.
1: Yeah, I think that's a good pick. Uh, he's you know really tough and definitely brings the energy. Um, so now, uh, moving forward, I'm going to, again, pick another whaler who I think uh, has the best shot in the South Coast, at least coming off the hand, how it looks. Uh, probably teach some videos. That's uh, Elijah Diaz. Um, just uh, I saw the last time they played Dartmouth. It was a little closer than the first time around, but he had seven three-pointers. Um, just when he gets rolling, uh, it's tough, and he started to kind of add some, you know, clear um, Driving the closeouts, finishing at the rim, and also pulling up in the mid range. So he's kind of scoring at all three levels. And, um, you know, with with him on the board at this point, I I know I'm pretty guard heavy right now, but I can't pass him up.
0: That's the second time in a row you've taken the next guy on my draft board <laughs> right before I came up. I'm sure everyone's been there in a fantasy football draft when that kept happening to him. All right. So with Elijah Diaz off the board, the next guy on my uh, draft board, I'm going back to old Rochester for Jason Gamache, uh, a player that uh, he missed a few games, so maybe he kind of fell out of the consciousness a little bit, but uh, just a very solid guy, still a holdover from the championship team. Uh, a lot of what i said about fox you know also applies to him he's a good shooter he can pass he can rebound well for his size just all around complete game not going to turn the ball over steady hand i mean yeah just you know you know i feel like i got a few of these steady hands here that'll uh kind of help my team if there are any pressure situations mm-hmm. so uh and then uh so that's the last pick of the fourth round there jason gamash and then uh so it's coming back to me and uh so I, I do feel like I need one real true center. I know Fox, I said, could play one through five, but uh, I need somebody in the paint there. Uh, so it's, it's a tough pick. I feel like there's kind of two centers that are next, but I'm going to go with Sam Golden from Bishop Stang. Uh, just really kind of changes things defensively for you. He has such wingspan and such reach that he really doesn't allow other teams to get to the rim. And the ability to take away easy layups is such a big thing. Uh, Less polished on the offensive end. I know he's been working with uh, the assistant coach at New Bedford, Matt Hill, uh, a lot. and uh, So his offensive game is coming along. But uh, a little bit like you said with Antone, he's going to be my defensive anchor here and uh, keep people uh, from getting to the rim at will. So Sam Golden will be uh, my last pick and first pick of the fifth round.
1: Yeah, that was a good good pick. So now I'm kind of the only only person without a six-foot-six-inch center. So <laughs> that was tough. Waited a little long on that position. But it's like yeah. closer when you're doing yeah. a baseball <laughs>
0: draft, right? It's like it's, if you wait too long, then you miss all the good ones
1: yeah so uh this is tough because i you know i've already drafted three guards so now i've got to kind of pick out uh, my next best big man um in the conversation uh for me it comes down to wyatt pinto at a and damani condi they kind of give you similar things they're undersized bigs um but when it comes down to just wingspan and contending with sam golden or uh clay munier i'm gonna go with damani condi who's gotten a lot of practice with new Bedford's schedule garden um you know well above his his height and um Again, they got a big game against Brockton tonight. He'll face some, uh, you know, six, 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 seven-inch guys, and he's he's done a really nice job.
0: You got kind of a Warriors thing going there. Three teammates all uh, on your All Star team, kind <laughs> of here. So
1: you got a guy
0: can run a lot of New Bedford sets. Yeah, They'll I know what they're a lot doing. New Bedford
1: basketball this year, so maybe that's showing up.
0: So now to Laura here to uh, to wrap it up for the boys draft.
2: All right, I can't believe this guy is still left standing. I'm looking at his name; it hasn't been crossed off my list. um, But old colony fans, shout out to the Cougars. I am going to take Jake Jason. With my last pick.
0: He was the guy, when I was going with Golden, I was like, if I don't go center, I'm going to go Jake
2: Jason. I'm like, I'm sitting here, and as soon as Brendan's about to say who he's picking, I'm saying, don't say Jake Jason. (laughs) Don't say Jake Jason, because I need him on my team. I mean, this kid can do – I mean, he's he's known for being a scorer, but he can do everything for them. I mean, he plays defense. uh, He can rebound the ball. um, He gets his teammates involved. I mean, I haven't seen him yet this year. I saw The last time I saw him was last year, but, I mean, he's – Athletic, you know he can. And what he's done this year
0: is really added a three-point shot. Yeah, yeah,
2: that's too. what I've heard is that he's been able to shoot, you know, increase his range and just kind of become a pl- complete player. So, uh, I mean, I'm happy with him as my my last pick.
1: Yeah, he'd be a guy I'd really like to get out and see. I know he had a big game last night, uh, season high 33. Yeah, uh, 11 of 11 from the free throw line. So, yeah, he's he's good. It's just on. You know, I'm I'm a little New Bedford centric here, <laughs> but yeah, definitely him and then. There's just a couple other guys like kind of an honor roll, guys that were All thinking right, Nick Collins it. out in yep. Westport. He was my sure. next he was my next um, best
0: available on my list here. Yeah. And uh, I had him
1: twelfth on my draft board, yeah. And then kinda of some uh, three point specialist Matt Mitchell over at Fairhaven. I uh, he did a nice job. Uh he's, you know, third in the, the area in three point uh, shots and then uh, Aponequit, one of their glue guys is Shaham Zahir, yeah, who does a really mention. nice job. Defense. He's been battling an ankle injury, but always guards the best, uh, you know, the opponent's best um, offensive weapon. Um,
0: he was out the time that I saw Aponequit, so that's yeah, probably why yeah, he's he, not as high he, on my draft He, he does board, a yeah. really
1: nice job. Um, and then the other guy was just Brett Cabral over at Dartmouth. I think, you know, he's he's more of a kind of, uh, a good teammate, and he and he works well within the system. So I think he's kind of hurt by having some of the flux at point guard. But you know, a nice six foot one, six foot two wing player with a pretty good looking uh, three point shot too. So yeah.
2: yeah, and A couple guys that I that I thought kind of stood out uh, as well that with that you know, for this honorable mention, uh, Colby McCoy for New Bedford. Yep. Uh, I he, mean, he
0: was the third center I was thinking when yeah, I said three centers. Yeah, earlier. that's
2: uh, that. Yeah, I mean, he just you know, I mean, he's a force in the post and just really you know kind of leads them down there. I mean, he's just you know, coming up with one big play after another, whether it's an offensive rebound and put back or kicking it out to somebody. I yeah, mean, good passer. Yeah, post, yeah. you know, um, and then another one uh, that really kind of stood out uh, that we have, I'm surprised that it didn't get taken, uh, although we had enough staying kids taken, uh, Dijon Schumach. I mean, this kid can do just about everything, and it's tough when you have a team where there's so many other stars. He gets lost stars. a little bit, he yeah. If gets, he was on
0: another team, it might be yeah. a different story. Yeah,
2: you know, um, but he's somebody that, you know, you know, depending on who's off on a given night, I mean, he can pick up the load, and he can mm-hmm. score 22, 24 points and grab eight rebounds and have, you know, f- three or four steals. I mean, he's he's definitely somebody that, uh, you know, should be mentioned.
0: Absolutely. I, I had Collins, uh, Chumac, and McCoy all on my uh, little cheat sheet here, and then mm-hmm. the one guy we haven't mentioned Yes, he's still a freshman. He's got a lot of, lot of room to grow, but Shane Poitras Jr. Yep. Uh, from, from Voke Tech, Uh He's going to be a good player. Uh, you know, still needs to complete his game, uh, but he's, he's a deadly shooter, and uh, showed me a couple of nifty kind of. Uh, it was in the fourth quarter, as kind of when Pontequit wasn't, you know, nest playing its first string. But showed a couple of nifty moves to the hoop. So that's something he'll he'll need to work on is, mm-hmm. you know, kind of making, uh, you know, not so that they can just guard him, up, you know, face front at the uh, three point line. He you know, has to prove he can uh, blow by a couple guys. So Brennan, stuff, do, you, so.
2: do you want to remind everybody who uh, who we all picked?
0: Yeah. So uh, yeah. Well, so uh, I had the first pick. So uh, I guess you'd probably say I have a backcourt of Damian Perry and Adam Seabloom. I have uh, a. Uh, you know, kind of swingman group of uh, Jason Gamache and Bennett Fox from Old Rochester. And then Sam Golden holding it down in, uh, in the post there. Uh, so then Sam, who had the number two pick. Uh, so he, he has kind of a trio of guards there in Dom Mello, Elias Perez, and Elijah Diaz. And then kind of a pair of forwards, uh, forward centers, I guess you'd call them, and Malik Morris and uh, Damani Kanye. Definitely a lot of athleticism on that on Sam's team there. Yeah, we're going to press. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> New Bedford style, right? I mean, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Lori, yeah. So she has uh, she has her, her, her kind of I guess trio of backcourt in uh, Justin Lopes. Uh, well, I guess, you'd probably say your backcourt would be uh, Justin Lopes and Lamar Antone, probably. Yeah. And then I uh, kind of consider your your forwards in Andy Johnson and Jake Jason. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we, I think we all said it was a consensus center of the area right now, Clay yep. Munier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So everyone happy with their teams?
2: Yes.
1: Yeah, that'd be fun. We'll just try to make that happen this summer. We'll get out. Yeah, <laughs> I know Lori almost
0: started a charity guys. game already between uh, New Bedford and Stag. I know, we, tried we tried to haven't heard anything going. else
2: since then, so we Yeah,
0: have... so maybe we'll we'll get this to happen. Uh, uh, summer league. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right after the Boys and Girls Club All Star Game, we'll yeah. have the the standard times uh, all draft teams. All right, so now we'll switch over to the uh, the girls' side here. So same same rules apply. Uh, oh. It's. Uh, well, I wouldn't say we reversed the draft order here. We actually uh, we only drafted once, so. So
2: Sam's Sounds in the middle good. again. <laughs> yeah. I'll take it. All right. Wow, well, right. now I'm getting all the pressure, thinking that I have to be the number one pick. All right, number one pick. Who am I going to go with? There's so many talented athletes uh, uh, for girls' basketball out there, and I am actually going to go with hmm, – I'm going to go with uh, – this is tough because I don't know if I want to get. The yeah, score. I kind of put you on the spot here. I you didn't tell you the beforehand. I didn't you I going to be the, one pick, be the f- <laughs> number one pick. It didn't
0: seem uh, fair for me to get it again. I mean, all
2: right, I'm going to do. I'm going to go with. I'm my not the gut. Cavaliers
0: here. I'm going to go back with back my gun here,
2: and I'm actually going to go with um, with Mary Butler from Old Rochester, right. uh, sophomore center. Uh, I've seen her play quite a few times this season, and uh, you know she might not be scoring 20, 22 points a night, um, but she she is just. She, She's a, such an impact player. Um, you know, she can take the ball to the hoop. She can find the open teammate. Uh, rebounding, uh, I think it was, la- was it last night or the night before, she had 19, 18, 19 rebounds. Um, I think 10 were on the offensive end. Uh, she just... She keeps a lot of plays alive and a lot of possessions alive for Ole Rochester, and she's been a force. She was a super teamer last year as a freshman, Mm -hmm. and just uh, somebody that kind of is like a backbone of a team. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with her, especially because I'm thinking, you know, you need somebody to rebound. You kind of, you know, not just the scorer out there. So it's uh, always
0: tough when you got that one overall
1: pick.
2: Yeah, it's tough because you don't know what you want to get. But yeah, I feel good about it. Mary Butler.
0: All right, on to number two.
1: All right, we'll we'll stay in old Rochester. Uh, It is it is a tough pick, but I'll just you know rip the bandaid off because there's a lot of good players out there. But I saw Cassidy Yeomans. I think it was almost her, maybe her second second game of the season against New Bedford. And first half, I kind of you know she's not the biggest player in the world. I was kind of like, okay, you know, nice piece, impressive that she's starting as a freshman. And then she just came out in the third quarter, and I think she went for 15. Ended up scoring 24 in the game and you know when her shots on and she's a very good shooter her her dad's an assistant coach over at uh tabor mm-hmm. you know clearly they play a lot of basketball her older brother plays for old rochester, rochester boys yeah. as well and i mean once once she starts hitting from outside uh she can run the pick and roll finish at the hoop but it's all predicated on her on her shooting ability so uh i'd feel you know pretty comfortable having her kind of as uh you know the 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 focal point of our offense
0: all right, so two couple old Rochester underclassmen, fresh, a sophomore and a freshman going first. Uh, I'm going to keep it with the underclassmen. I'm going to go over to New Bedford, and uh, I'm going to take Sharon Rose as my first pick and the uh, last pick of the first round. Uh, incredibly athletic, incredibly quick, uh, very quick first step, very quick step back as well, and uh, a big thing is if her shot's dropping, she seems almost unstoppable. So as long as she continues to develop that outside shot, I think by the time she's a senior, uh, she will be an absolute force in the area. So Sharon Rose with uh, the number one pick and the last pick of the first round, and so then I, uh, I turn around, you know what, I'm just going to finish out my backcourt here. I'm going to stay in the city of New Bedford, but move up, t- uh, up to the north end, and Jada Fortin of Vogue Tech. Uh, I know she's uh, missed a few games with injury uh, here or there this season, but uh, when I saw her, uh, she was great. She runs a great pick and roll, uh, and it's kind of similar to Sharon Rose, and if that shot's dropping, she has such a quick first step that you can't guard her for the three and stop her from getting to the basket. You kind of got to choose an either or. Um, so, yeah, I think I got, I'd got i probably have Rose playing my point, and then uh, kind of Fortin is my off guard there. So that's uh, Fortin for, Jada Fortin of Oak Tech, first pick of the second round. Back to Sam here. All
1: right, so I'm going uh, to st- – Go with uh, Bishop Stang uh, forward, Riley Carew. Um, She did a really nice job. I saw her play on Saturday and just... You know, uh, finishing at the hoop, running the pick and roll, competing on defense. She's a really good soccer player as well. So, a great athlete uh, brings a little bit of size. Probably, you know, five, eight, five of the nine. year, I believe,
0: wasn't she? Yes, yes, yes she yeah. Was.
1: She's she's just really tough. Uh, her coach just raves about her energy and effort. And then they're a really fun team to watch because they do run a lot of like high post pick and roll, and there's a lot of like uh, kind of handoffs and and different kind of nifty things. And they're they're talking about it and diagnosing it at a really high level. So she, clearly, she's a student of the game. Um, so. Uh, you know, so now I got Cassidy Yeomans and Riley Carew running that uh, pick and roll.
0: Yeah, that, that that's dangerous, and uh, <laughs> you went with a post early here on the girl side.
2: He learned his lesson. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm not gonna get
0: Yeah, don't, don't let everyone slip you by.
2: All right. Well, I am gonna go with my second uh, pick overall. Um with laura Mindell, um from uh, from dartmouth a uh, a freshman guard who uh, already scored her one thousandth career point after playing her seventh and eighth grade years at Westport seems impossible seems impossible <laughs> um, and I know she struggled uh you know the the last pretty much two games uh, when she was going for for that uh, for that milestone. I think sometimes it really gets into kids' heads mm. especially you know even if they're juniors or seniors um you know but especially as a freshman you know kind of reaching something that's, you know, like, I mean, it, you don't think it's a big deal, but it's kind of like that elusive, like when a coach yeah. is going for a win, you know, no matter what happens, it seems mm-hmm. like they always lose the one, the first game that they go well, for. Well, I think you
0: always tell the story of there's a Wareham uh, yeah. kid who was going for a thousand points. You tell the story. Yeah, uh, uh,
2: Pat, uh, Pat Murphy um, from Wareham, that was the year they won the state championship and he was like 10 points shy of a thousand and they were in the state championship game and he So it was going to be the last game. Yeah, last game. You know, he's a senior. A couple of the other seniors had already gotten 1,000 points. And they just kept feeding him the ball. And he was missing layups. He was missing free throws. He was missing everything. And they were up by so much. That he was able, like they were able to just like literally give him the ball every time they were down the court because they were up by like 25 points, and he eventually got it. And thank goodness, because that was my story that that day. So I didn't want to talk to him afterwards. Didn't want to go
0: control all delete. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I didn't
2: want to be like, how how did it feel not to get a thousand points? Um, but yeah, I mean, I say Laura Mendel, um, she can do everything, and uh, you know, I mean, I've seen her a few times already this year, and I mean, she can take the ball to the hoop, she can shoot a uh, you know a beautiful three, uh, she can play defense i mean you know she, two or three steals a game um you know she probably needs to work a little bit more on a rebounding because a few times that i've seen her she hasn't had a ton of rebounds um but she she's a, she's a complete player as a freshman you yeah. know and and i mean she was our standard times player of the year last year as an eighth grader first time we've ever had that and uh i con- she's just going to continue to get better and just you know she. It's tough going from one school to another, you know, to transfer like that. And, and it really has been, you know, I, I think a really good transition for her because she's already scored over 250 points. And, and, like, the other night she was off, um, and she was going for her 1,000th point, and she decided not to shoot. She was going to pass the ball, and that's what she did and, you know, um, got her teammates involved. So she's she's a composed player. So
0: Through two rounds here, we have twice as many uh, freshmen and seniors. <laughs> yeah,
2: I believe it. <laughs> and
0: two sophomores on there too, so – all right, so now we're starting the third round here with Lori. All right,
2: this is tough. Um, but she's still on the board, so I'm taking her. Um, Poniquit's Sophie ah, Goucher. Mm,
0: she was top on my trackers.
2: Oh, my goodness. Um, yep. I can't believe she's still here. Uh, she, she is, uh, you know, another kid that just, you know, the, the time I saw her earlier this year against Old Rochester, you know, she just impressed me. Uh, you know, she, I mean, she can. there's pressure, you know, against you know, coming up against her, she's the top player. Sometimes she's double teamed. You know, she can find the open person. Uh, she kind of knows when you know to 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 force it and to go you know to try and you know make a layup or you know get to the uh, get to the foul line. She can shoot. I mean, she had I think it was twenty six points the other night. Uh, Might have been last night. Um, mm-hmm. You yeah, know, RR, and yeah. They, yeah, and they ended up losing in that game. Um, but she has just really developed over the years and become you know. A scoring threat every, pretty much every time she has the ball, and uh, and she's got that composure to kind of make the right plays. Um, if she's not open to to get it to a teammate, uh, she can also you know do a little bit, of play a little bit of defense. You know, she's a pretty much a complete player. So, um, and she's the reason why you know they're uh, in first place with uh, old Rochester in that South Coast Conference Large Division. You know, right down the stretch right. here, so.
0: Yeah she was she was
1: top available on my list. Yeah, me too. Yeah, she seemed to be the the focus of uh, you know, OR's game plan and they mm. they seemed kind of content to have limited her to 26 which sounds (laughs) crazy but you know she i think she scored 26 of the 38 points and 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 she didn't beat us i think bob
2: hone said she had 16 in the first half and he would have been okay if she only had 10
1: (laughs) 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 we we hold it to
0: a 20 point per game pace we're doing well
2: it's Uh, a
1: compliment yeah so and then so i'm gonna uh janice leo the center you do it again yeah every time and what she does you know occasionally she'll have kind of some off nights scoring the basketball and when when you have cheer on rose like you know there's not as much of an emphasis on scoring but what i saw with her is just being six foot three and a long six foot three the way she impacts the game um just every layup is an adventure you know she just has great size and you kind of use that volleyball positioning where she's straight up and down the rule of verticality and she just makes everything challenging so that would be that's a really great anchor for the defense um so i'm pretty pretty happy with that pick
2: yeah, and I, I think I would have picked think, her next, and then I, I would have she,
0: Sam Golden on one side and Janice Leo on the other. Yeah. I think, very I think she's games.
2: also really coming into like her her body. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like her height. Like sometimes when when kids have that growth spurt and they they get you know big sometimes they're clumsy and they can't really you know move the way they want to move mm. but I think in the last year or so I mean we saw it on the volleyball court now the basketball court she's really starting to to kind of take you know ownership of hey I'm tall like I'm not gonna like sulk down like I'm gonna go up there and get mm. a rebound and I'm gonna go and you know and she's kind of a little has a little bit more like the timing is right now yeah, like her yeah. like you know she can move move the way she wants to move and you know sometimes that's tra- challenging Brain and limbs are working in sync now yeah, yeah, yeah. you know
1: and, um, well she could really be one for you know now now, junior to senior year, um, oh, you know, at just oh, yeah, explosive level growth. Because, yeah. I mean, she has division one metrics. And, um, again, I think, like you say, sometimes that's a, a spot where people uh, bloom a little late. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it is, you know, uh, you, you continue to grow. So, yeah, Janice Lee. I'm sure Jordan Pena is going to make sure she's in the weight room a little bit, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah for
0: yeah. sure. All right. So, back to me. Now, uh, the uh, the center that I was going to pick is off the board. But I don't want to get left uh, without a center here. And it's going to be a little while till it comes back to me. Uh, so, I'm going to go back to Vogue Tech. I'm going with Lindsay Ramos, who uh, missed all of last season with an ACL injury, and uh, came back at the beginning of this year. and I saw them her play about six or seven games, in, and that seemed to be when she was finally kind of getting back into the rhythm, and the game seemed to be slowing down a little bit for her again. And uh, you know, she's she's uh, stronger, I think, than Lay She doesn't have the height, but she has you know, she's a more forbidding uh, presence physically, uh, and she can battle around she can box out she can fight for those rebounds and she can put the ball back too uh you know she has a nice soft touch around the hoop so i will uh, go at center there with lindsey ramos to finish out the third round and then to start the fourth round i'm going to uh head up to rochester for uh for uh catherine kirby who i know abby chopper is usually the first name mentioned for Old Colony, uh, I actually saw them play earlier this year when Abby Chopper was out. And so Catherine Kirby, who is now out, but isn't out for very long. She's kind of... She's, uh, back. She's, she's back. Oh, she is back now. Yeah, okay, She, she had been out for night. a yep. couple games. Um, but uh, I just thought she, she did a really good job. Uh, they were getting pressed all game. She did a good job handling the ball and just kind of being a one-man press bake break, and uh, you know, anyone who can kind of be that one-man press break uh, against a full-court press is, is really valuable, and then she did a good job getting other people involved. They have Savannah Hale as a freshman and stuff, and she was getting her looks where she was obviously comfortable out on the wing for threes. Um, Emily Littles, you could tell, liked to get the ball on the baseline for jumper. She was getting her the ball there, so she just seemed to have a good idea of the game, so um, that's probably my my surprise pick here there. Uh, you know, Obviously, if I'd seen them with Chopper, that might have changed things for me, but she uh, she really impressed me there, so Second pick of the fourth round here, Sam.
1: All right, so I think I'm going to stick with Bishop Stang, just a team that really impressed me, and I'm going to go with uh, Caroline King. Uh, kind of a what you might call maybe like a stretch four stretch. You know, she can really shoot it, pretty smooth and surprising athleticism. The game I saw against Dartmouth, she had kind of a chase down block and uh, did it in pretty dramatic fashion, kind of spiked it into the uh, you know the Dartmouth sideline where it just rolls and rolls and rolls. Um so yeah Caroline King she can really shoot the ball. Clearly she's played a lot of basketball probably in that, you know, what 5-8 f- range but uh sh- she'll provide a little spacing. Uh so you know Janice and uh Riley can operate on the block there.
0: Yeah, you got some got some shooting and some block here, yeah.
2: All right. Well, with my pick, I am going to this is going to be a little bit of a surprise pick here. Uh I'm going to go with a shooter. Um Monica Ayers ah, from from New Bedford High. Uh you know, I mean you know, she, when I saw her, I mean, she's not going to take it to the hoop. She's not, you know, she's not the playmaker. But when my, when uh, Sophie Goucher or Lauren Mendel go to the hoop, the defensive converges, I want them kicking it out to Monica Ayers because this girl can knock down the three-pointer. I saw her against uh, uh, Dartmouth, and I want to say she hit three or four three-pointers, you know, all down the stretch, late in the game. And, I mean, She's she's a sharpshooter, sharp and that's what I want to add to my team. So
0: <laughs> that's how I was hoping to round out my team, but I guess not
2: anymore. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's uh, that's uh, my pick. What round are we in? I don't even That know was the last
0: pick of the fourth, fourth round, fourth so round. we're starting the last round here, fifth round. Okay,
2: and another, uh, you know, I feel like I got my offense taken care of. Uh, I'm actually going to go with a uh, defensive uh, specialist um, out here, and uh, a little bit of a surprise, a name that not too many people probably know because um, she's only a freshman, but uh, I'm going to go with Kylie uh, Ducharme from Aponequit. Um I saw her earlier this year against Ole Rochester, and her job was to cover um, Cassidy Yeomans. And she did an awesome job on her. She was in her face the entire game. Um, she really made it tough on, uh, on Cassidy in that game. And I know that she's also kind of emerging, you know, on the offensive end a little bit. She's been putting up some points. Um, but I think almost every single game she's guarding the other team's best player. Um, just a lot of hustle. Um, you know, doesn't ever really um, get down if the opposing player does score, you know, cause you know, eventually Cassidy did score in that game, and, you know, but she's kind of stuck right with her and, um, a lot of potential and just, uh, you know, definitely, uh, you know, real good, strong defensive player.
0: All right. So Lori finishes out her team. Now, Sam for your last pick here.
1: Yes. Um, so I think I'm going to go with a guard, a freshman guard, Abby Fernandes, another, uh, Bishop Stang player there. Um, she was really great. She was kind of tasked with uh, you know, the the assignment with uh, stop and Laura Mendel did a really nice job. Great defensive guarding position, uh, really focused. Um, probably missed more shots than she would have liked, but you know clearly she played a lot of basketball, and I think those probably. And I've know, seen her knock down some shots. Yeah, will fall, but she just looks like a ball player, you know. Um, so pretty excited with that freshman backcourt, her and Cassidy Yeomans
0: yeah unbelievable amount of freshman talent uh yes. this year in the area but uh, even younger than freshman talent is eighth grade talent how about that transition yeah there you go Layla silver i will make the uh the final pick of the fifth round here an eighth grader out of westport ton of athleticism ton of athleticism and speed um great uh on ball defender uh great at getting in passing lanes coming up with steals she often ends up with double five, digit six. steals <laughs> or, yeah, yeah if not yeah she probably averages four or five a yeah. game I, I'd, I'd bet and uh you know got to work on the three-point shot a little bit um in order to make it more consistent but uh, she, you know, again, she's an eighth grader yes and uh you know we're talking about here you know compared to some of these junior senior girls so uh, i am very confident that by the time uh, she's an upperclassman she will be a very dominant player and she's already very very good as it is so so here is this go. one of
2: the drafts where you get to keep her for the next uh, five Yeah, it's the dynasty <laughs> draft. I didn't tell you guys it's the dynasty <laughs> draft.
0: You get her for their whole career. Mike Ponce going, I wish it worked that way. <laughs> yeah.
1: Is she? Uh, are, is Westport, are they like playoff eligible? Or, uh, or I believe
0: they're above 500 right or, now. So yeah. I think they yeah. are probably going to qualify. Oh, they're yeah, not as strong as they were last year mm-hmm. you know, when they had Mandel. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, I think they'll make the tournament. Cool. Yeah, so uh, to, to recap here, Lori had the first pick. Uh, you don't have a lot of size on your team, I'd say, but you got a lot of talent here. So you got Mary Butler and Laura Mandel, uh, Sophia Goucher, Monica Ayers, and Kylie Ducharme. Yeah. Uh, Sam uh, with the All Stang team over here. Yeah. He has uh, <laughs> Carew, uh, Riley Carew, Caroline King, and Abby Fernandes from Stang. Uh, Abby, uh, sorry, uh, Cassidy Yeomans from Old Rochester, and Janice Leo from New Bedford. And then I had uh, Sharon Rose from New Bedford. Uh, Jada Fortin and Lindsay Ramos from Vogue Tech Catherine Kirby from Old Colony and uh, Layla Silver from uh, from Westport I guess I'm giving all the Old uh, Mayflower League love (laughs) here so, well, uh, actually, I'm amazed we got through that. We were wondering how long this was going to take. That yeah, I mean, should bad. we mention
2: some of the girls? Yeah, what yeah. else
0: did you have on your list there? Uh,
2: I mean, I had Lindsay uh, Oliveira from mm, uh, yep. from Dartmouth. i saw seen her a couple times. Another and, former uh,
0: Westport player. Yeah, another
2: form, former Westport player. And just, you know, really strong rebounding. Um, lots of putbacks. Uh, just, you know, keeping the ball alive. Um, great on defense as well. Um, just kind of a, a strong player. And yeah. she can also, you know.
1: Shoot the ball, shoot, a little bit, yeah, yeah. She
2: can shoot too. I know, um, in one of the games when Mandel was having an off game, uh, it seemed like Oliveira just kind of picked up, you know, picked up the slack and just took over, you mm-hmm. know, because she seemed like, all right, you know, it's, it's my turn to kind of to take over here. And then, uh, you know, um, I haven't seen her, um, but I want to see her. Is Savannah uh, Hale yeah, from from, from, from uh, Old, Old Colony, call. uh, she's a freshman, and just when, uh, You know, Craig Lincoln calls in the scores and says what she's doing as a freshman. It's like... Great,
0: really good shooter. Yeah,
2: Yeah. you know, um, so she's somebody that's uh, exciting to watch. And another uh, another one that was on my list was Meg Hughes. Um, Yeah. You know, uh, just an overall great athlete. um, Somebody that, uh, you know, she's not necessarily a basketball player, but, you know, just a great athlete and just has that athleticism to make plays. And um, she really loves the sport, and you can kind of see it out there where, uh, you know, she's diving for balls and, you know, just doing all kinds of crazy things so those are the kids that were Here's also on your honorable mention sam you got
0: anyone left over
1: uh well those those two were definitely on my list and then a couple other uh bishop stang just to keep the just <laughs> just, maybe they're just the freshest in my mind And this is without
0: uh katherine uh, because she's out for yeah, the season. Yeah. i'm sure she would have been picked uh, first couple yeah, of rounds. So, there uh,
1: molly duclo who kind of is similar to meg hughes in that love like a really solid athlete who's you know maybe not the most polished basketball player but you know provides great pressure on the ball, is taking over uh, kind of point guard duties now that uh, Catherine Yergin's out. And then Nora Markey, kind of an undersized uh, four, but, you know, gets her nose dirty, comes up with rebounds, really knows her role. Kind of reminds me of that Wyatt Pinto, Damani Condi mold. And somebody that I'd add in that group would be Bridget McCabe as well, who's doing a nice job for Dartmouth. Dartmouth, Who kind of, you know, not the biggest in the world, but tough. And they know their role and they play to their strengths. Mm. So I'm sure the coaches really enjoy having those players on the team.
0: Speaking of Darwin, one of the players, uh, I wasn't quite sure what her injury status was, so I I didn't draft her. But Ashlyn Sylvia uh, was one that had impressed me a lot. Did uh, a lot of kind of that dirty work. Yeah. Good defense. uh, Very good rebounder for her size. You know, battles hard on the boards. And then I mentioned her already. Abby Chopper was on my list. Um, You know, she's kind of. Missed a ton of time because of injury, but every time she battles back and uh, comes back and is just kind of a good, complete player. And then the last one, uh, Allie Macklin of Vogue Tech. Mm. Uh, she's a lot like, uh, I feel like a little bit like the Lamar Antone example you gave on the New Bedford side, where she's a lot of energy, kind of a glue girl, uh, small player, not, you know, super. Uh, skilled offensively but she just gets in there gets steals gets rebounds and just kind of makes the whole thing go and plays with a lot of energy and she's one of the fastest players I've seen kind of end to end
1: yeah well that's huge making other teams uncomfortable you know getting
0: them out of there she's kind of the pest for them Yeah, yeah that's huge yeah, so, uh, yeah, we, we, we were probably 20 uh, solid boys and girls deep there, at least, yeah, uh, on definitely. both sides. So, it's a lot of good basketball talent yeah. in the area yeah, this we've, year. Yeah,
1: we've been lucky this year. We've got a great, you know, on both sides. There's some really yeah, competitive teams.
0: Yeah, we're probably teams. What, 14 or 15 playoff teams probably already. The yeah. 20 that we cover. I'm saying even in yeah. the end, yeah, you know, well, we'll probably get sure. to at least seven or eight boys and girls teams yeah. in yeah. the tournament. So, yeah. It'll be fun, and we got <laughs> we got a couple undefeated still. Yeah, yeah. And we got some uh, some teams with real uh, you know topside yeah, ability. And are Aponequid and, yeah. and
1: Bishop staying boys still in the same division? I know the divisions are always. I don't mean to put anyone on the spot put me on the spot
0: here
2: I know yeah, two well, years ago division they met Division 3 is what, they, is, what uh, is what they have both been in because yeah. they Cause, met at, New, they Bedford at New Bedford of at a couple ago. years ago was like yeah. really. and Old Rochester's was also a, that in was that that was that the most division. packed I've
0: ever seen uh, Beersworth Gonzalez, gym yeah yeah. yeah somebody Tom, went Tom to the game Tom was and, texting yeah, us from outside going he couldn't get in he like you're Tom Curran just say who you are they'll
1: let you in yeah it was a great atmosphere but those two seem like they're on a collision course and Orr's tough Wareham and New Bedford they've kind of almost got like a playoff matchup tonight uh uh, yes, actually, uh, yeah, I'll be Brockton. going up
0: to cover it. I think Sam so. will be going up to watch. Uh, they're going to be play at Brockton or to keep their big three title ups alive. Yeah,
1: very yeah. exciting.
2: And so. I'll be in New Bedford with uh, the girls game against Brockton. So we'll see how they, they awesome. do against the
1: All the yeah, New <laughs> Bedford Whalers coverage yeah. you can
0: handle from South Coast Varsity in the Standard Time. So uh, thanks, Lori. Thanks, Sam, for being here for the South Coast Varsity, the podcast. Uh, as always, you can listen to this on iTunes, on Google Play, on Stitcher, and on Omni. We embed it in a lot of our uh, high school sports stories on southcoasttoday.com. And you can always read all three of our stories in the print edition of the Standard Times.